Hydriva mofos, you're probably aware that I've been working flat out on our social media presence to try to expand our community of Driva mofos globally. I've been posting tons of free content to keep you inspired, driven, and working towards your goals. So if you haven't already followed and subscribed to all my social media channels, please make sure you do so as I post different content on different platforms. The links are available in the description of this podcast down below. Hiding from your weaknesses will keep you weak and stop you from experiencing your strengths. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I talk about the many lessons, learnings, and tools that I've learned along my journey from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to rich listers, successful entrepreneurs, professional athletes, and more, all while running business and personal performance events for tens of thousands of people who want to get the best out of themselves and their lives. This is my way of helping more people to excel in life, build successful empires, and be the best that they can be. I hope you share and enjoy. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. All right, let's talk about our weaknesses and our strengths. So this is something that I see a lot of people doing. A lot of people try to hide from their weaknesses. They think that if I hide my weaknesses, no one will see them. But the more you focus on hiding your weaknesses, the more you hide from your strengths. So most people don't know this. When you're lacking confidence and you worry about what everybody else thinks, you then start to see a lot of weaknesses within yourself. You see a lot of gaps. You see a lot of the things that you don't do the best. And so a lot of time, people spend all this energy and effort trying to hide from that and then trying to hide it from others. And by doing so, it stops them from working on their strengths and expressing their strengths. The more that they do that, the more that it keeps them stuck in their weaknesses. Because where focus goes, energy flows. And where energy flows is where we grow. So if you want to grow, you want to go and find out what your strengths are and harness those strengths and present your strengths to the world instead of hiding from your weaknesses. You've heard me say this before on the podcast. I am shit at 99% of things. I'm one of the only coaches on the planet that talk about this stuff. Like when you come to Thrive Time or Business Growth Odyssey or you do any of my advanced events, I talk about my weaknesses. I don't try to be something that I'm not. I don't try to pretend that I've got everything in life figured out. Because the only people that do that are weak individuals that try to convince an audience of morons that there's someone that they should look up to. The truth is I'm a human being that is highly, highly, highly skilled at the thing that I'm highly skilled at, which is human behavior and helping people reach and perform at their best, right? That's what I do is I help people perform at their best. That's why I have the clientele that I have. That's why I have the events that I have. That's why I work with the people that I have. I love doing this stuff. I don't work with people who are down and out and bummed out and everything's too hard and oh, life fucking sucks. Leave that to the mental health industry or a whole bunch of other people who want to go on canoodle people. I don't want to do that. I want to work with people who wake up one day and go, you know what? Fuck it. I need to be better. They're the people that I want to work with. I want to work with the people who go, you know what? My business just sort of isn't at the spot that I need it at. I want more. They're the people I want to work with. The people that see it. They're the ones who get it. The visionaries. The people who know that they can get so much more out of themselves, the ones who have higher standards than their current reality, they're the people that I want to work with. But what I tell people is that I'm a normal person just like everybody else because I'm happy to admit my weaknesses. There are people on social media who spend all this time trying to point out my weaknesses. I would be a better speaker if he did it this way. Fuck off. I make 10 times more money than you. I better clientele. I enjoy what I do. By the way, this is a true story, right? I'm running an event. The event has 130 or 140 people at this event. I'm speaking on the stage for a nighttime event. That night, I think I did about, I don't know, 100, 120,000 bucks worth of sales. 
This fucking douchebag, who supposedly is a professional speaking coach, comes to my event, sits down at the back of the room to scope it out, and he sits next to one of my staff members, who's a staff member who's sitting with her friends. He doesn't know that it's my staff member. So he sits there starting to bag me, going, oh, you know, he doesn't seem genuine. You know, he moves his arms a lot. You know, that definitely tells you that those types of people are unconfident and lack confidence in the way that they communicate. Right, this is a, a professional speaking coach who works with politicians, right? The most trusted people on the planet, right? You're probably laughing now because anyone who is serious knows that politicians are like the least trusted people of anyone with sort of semi-intelligence. But this guy works with politicians and corporate business leaders as their speaking coach. Really what he does is he beats the shit out of their personality, puts them up there to talk smack to a whole bunch of people who believe they're bullshit, right? No one really believes corporate business leaders. It's all politics. It's bullshit. They say what they need to say, right? No one believes politicians. And if they do, then, you know, there's problems with that. Everyone knows politicians lie and they're full of shit. They all promise things that they never follow through on, right? So this is what this guy teaches and trains, right? He teaches these people. So he comes to my event. He sits next to one of my staff members and he starts saying about how, you know, it looks like I'm just not confident in what I'm saying. Like I don't seem authentic, you know, like a speaking coach for politicians is talking about authenticity. The fucking irony, right? So anyway, this guy comes, he bags me for a bit, and then he leaves. Now, the funny thing is, my staff member came up and she said, I sat next to this guy. This is his deal. And I thought, oh, interesting. So I went and looked up his profile and all that stuff. I make probably 10 times more money than what he makes. I probably made more money than that night than what he makes in the entire year, Right. Yeah, he sits there and criticizes me because he thinks that he has things mastered and I don't. The thing that I do well is helping people perform better. That's what I get paid to do. I'm not on stage to be the world's best speaker. That's not what I'm there to do. That's not my strength. My strength is to help people think differently. And the way that I help them think differently is by giving them tools, by giving them tips, by giving them thought-provoking advice, by challenging the shit out of them. And that's what makes me a great coach. I wasn't up there to be the world's best speaker, but he saw that as a weakness of mine. He thought he'd point it out. But the thing is, I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care. That's not what I'm there for. That's not my intention. My intention is to transform people in that room. When he's talking to politicians and training politicians on how to speak, they're not thinking about how to transform the room. They're talking about how to get a message across that people believe. And most people don't believe those messages anyway because they know the people behind it aren't genuine. Okay, so it's crazy. Hey, Driven Mofos. If you ever want to have the video version of this podcast, which usually has more effects, visuals, graphs, and helps you to retain more of the information that I share, then check out my YouTube channel. I also share bonus in-depth training behind the scenes from some of our live events, plus interviews from some of the country's most successful people. So if you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, then check it out via the link in the description of the podcast. Remember to subscribe to get the latest stuff. But my point is, why would you hide from your weaknesses? Why would you not admit them to yourself and either turn them into strengths and become better at them or realize your weaknesses and focus on your strengths? Okay, you've all probably heard that saying by Einstein, I believe it is, that if you teach a fish how to climb a tree, it'll never amount to nothing or whatever, whatever it is, right? I can't remember the exact quote. That was probably a pretty shit version of it anyway. But my point is that you have to be cool with you. You have to know your strengths. You have to know your weaknesses and you have to be okay with people pointing them out. Like I didn't take any offense to that guy whatsoever. I really did not give a toss. 
because my intention wasn't what he wanted my intention to be, which was to be a great speaker. Okay, That's not what I'm there for. I'm there to coach people, to transform, to help them transcend their current thoughts. I'm helping them to become better individuals, to be more inspired and empowered. And by doing that, I'm happy to express some of my weaknesses. I really couldn't give a shit. Okay, I probably express my weaknesses by swearing a bit too much and not controlling my mouth effectively. You know, I tell people when I get hired by corporate businesses or large businesses, I'm like, look, I speak pretty blunt. I'm happy if your staff are open and all that sort of stuff and they're really cool people. I'm more than happy to come and do that talk. But at the same time, if you want me to pull my words and you're more worried about whether I'm going to swear or not than you are my message or the intention behind that message, then I don't want to do the gig. It's really that simple. I did one a little while ago in front of 50 to 100 business owners. I said that straight up front. They were really cool. They were like, yep, no, we get it. They've done some work with me before. The people who run the event, who got me in, they'd done Thrive Time and some of my other programs as well. So they were cool with it. They were like, no, everyone's going to love this. And afterwards, the majority of people came up and they said that was awesome because they're used to having speakers that are non-genuine, right? So you have to be okay with your weaknesses because if you keep focusing on your weaknesses, you won't be able to focus on your strengths. Now, if I was up on stage, which I used to do, by the way, I used to do this. When I was up on stage, I used to not want to swear. In my first podcast, I chose not to swear too much. When I used to do social media content, I used to focus on not swearing. Now, my intention when I was doing the content was not to swear. It wasn't to give the best information. It wasn't to you know, help people transform or transcend or to become better individuals or to raise their standards or to push buttons. That wasn't my intention was just not to swear. So I would sit there thinking about swearing the whole event. I would run a, a four-day event and the whole time I'm thinking, don't swear, don't swear, don't swear, don't swear. It was a distraction. And I wasn't able to express my greatest gift to the world, which is my strength. And that's my ability to coach people. I wasn't able to do that because I was so worried about my weakness that I would slip a swear word in, a naughty word, right? I don't fucking hell. People who think that swear words are naughty words, bloody hell. These are the same people who probably, you know, go watch bloody BDSM and shit like that in Pornhub, right? Like, it's crazy. Do you know, here's some crazy statistics. More women watch women being abused in sex in Pornhub. This is statistics, right? So you can go and have a look at these statistics on their Pornhub release every year, what is viewed. And females tend to have a higher viewing of women being slapped, held down, you know, aggressively almost abused, I guess, during sexual activity, right? So it's women that actually have that. Now, the majority of women that you meet won't tell you that. They'll say, you know, it's wrong to be aggressive towards women. But at the same time, that's not what they view in the privacy of their own home. The largest viewing of gay porn globally is in the Bible Belt of America, right? That was one of the statistics they released about four or five years ago. Now, these are the people who condemn that. What my point is, is what people do at home and the weaknesses they have, they can try to hide, but that's always going to occupy their mind, right? The shit that we do in the privacy of our own home and the privacy around the place can be the thing that occupies our own mind because we become scared of it. When you admit that you have that part of yourself, it doesn't matter. You just let it go and you don't have to think about it anymore. I tell people that I eat pizza, you know, I get asked all the time, do you drink? Yeah, I drink, but I just choose not to most of the time. But I listen to people all the time say, oh, I don't drink. Well, if you don't drink and you feel like a drink one day, someone's going to point that out and go, see, I fucking knew it. You lied to me. Whereas if you just say, look, I just choose not to drink, right? People ask me, do you do drugs? I've never done drugs before in my life. I've never done them, right? I've never done any form of recreational drug, okay? Apart from drink, right, alcohol. That was my recreational drug. And I used to drink a lot. 
But I tell people about that, right? Now, I don't care whether people take drugs or not. It's not up to me. I don't really give a shit about that. But if you admit that you used to take drugs or you know you tell people about it, then they can't hold that as a weapon against you. So they don't have any power over those weaknesses that maybe you once had. Okay, but you've got to be cool with the weaknesses that you have because that's when you release your strengths. I can guarantee it. Guaranteed. Okay, but you've got to be okay with that. Anyway, Driven Mofos, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Have a great day. Keep kicking ass. And remember, raise your standards and keep getting clarity on the life that you want to live because the clearer you are and the more you raise your standards, the more you are going to whoop ass in life. But just remember from this episode, let your weaknesses be your weaknesses. Focus on your strengths. If you want to improve your weaknesses, you can, but never hide from them because they're going to be the things that you're going to be afraid of and you're going to be afraid of being exposed. (laughs) 